I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. This is a Lip Media Podcast. Hello, chickens. It's the fabulous Adam Richard. Today's episode is brought to you by the hard quiz book of the world's hardest asses, which is available from the shops. Uh, <laughs> you can get it online as well. Chickens, fabulous Adam Richard. Uh, we are still watching The Family of Blood, uh, and I am having an emotion. It's uh, I, I thought the emotion would be gone by this episode, but no. Um, so, oh look, the Doctor has seen the TARDIS, uh, and he's the John Smith human version of him. Doesn't want to be the Doctor. But he's obviously recognised the TARDIS because Joan said it's in the book, and he's like, "I don't want to, I don't want to be him. I want to be John Smith." Uh, and Martha's like, "We need the Doctor," and he's like, "He's really sad that he's just a story. That the John Smith Doctor is a story, and the Doctor Doctor, who he thought was a story, is the real person. He's very, he's having an existential crisis." Um, so the family of blood are coming after him. Uh, and Joan's like, I know somewhere we can hide. Uh, in the spaceship, I know we're back on the spaceship, um, the family are preparing their armaments. Um, <laughs> the lighting is very green. It's not flattering. Um, Joan has found an empty house. Uh, and Martha's like, who lives here? And she's like, well, it's the Cartwright's house. Uh, the little girl uh, who's now been taken over with the balloon. Um and they realise that, obviously, her parents have been killed. Um, and the doctor's like, oh, I have to go. I've got to I've got to go to those people before anyone else is killed. And uh, he's like, then he asks Martha, like, you know, why, why do you, why do you, 
hang around with him? Why does he need you? And she's like, because he's lonely. And he's like, you want me to go back to that? Because he's not lonely. He's got Joan. Oh, my God. Um, and there's a knock at the door. Uh, and they're like, oh, my God. It's the... the, the. <laughs> like, Martha's like, nah, the scarecrows don't knock. <laughs> so it's Latimer. Um, Love actually is at the door with the fob watch. And Martha holds it out to the doctor. And... She's like, why, if you had it for so long, why did you hold on to it? And he goes, well, the watch was waiting. Um, And then he explains uh, what he knows about the Doctor, that he's scared of him, he's terrifying, he's wonderful. It's one of those beautiful Russell T. Davis speeches that people get when they talk about the Doctor, which kind of... It's it's usually a meta speech because it sums up not only how the people in the show feel about the Doctor, but I think it's also Russell T. Davis's feelings about the impact that this show has had on his life. Like, it's, you know, it's such a big thing. I mean, you know, I feel the same. I talk about it every single day in this podcast. Like, it's just one of these things that takes over your entire existence. Um, so, yeah, it's one of these moments that uh, where Russell T. Davis is trying to explain to the entire world what the show means to him in a character in the show. It's, it's beautiful. Uh, anyway, <laughs> Love actually has his little speech. Um, <laughs> uh, Joan says that the journal may have the answers to uh, what they're looking for. So she starts flicking through it. Um, meanwhile, the family of blood are destroying the village with uh, their spaceship. They're shooting things everywhere. Um Obviously, bombardment of some sort. Like, it's, oh, my God, the war's come early. Uh, I think they say that war comes to England at one point. Baines is, you know, being snipey about it. Uh, So, the Doctor holds the watch and then he suddenly flips into the Doctor instead of being John Smith. He, like, has a little fast-paced chat about telepathic fields, um, low-level telepathic fields. Um, Yeah. and he says the family are like mayflies. Oh, that's what he told Martha, apparently. Um, that they were like mayflies and they could they would die pretty soon uh, if they, you know, were left alone. Um, but obviously they want the doctor because it'll give them immortality. Uh, Martha's pleading with Smith uh, and Joan turns around. She's read the diary all the way to the end. Because his decision is like, well, I'll just give them the watch because that's got the Time Lord in the watch and they can just have all that power then. And Joan's like, no, no, uh, you can't do that. Um, Because uh, if they get the watch, then they can live forever and they will destroy everything because they're just creatures of destruction. Um, So then she asks Martha and Love actually to leave her alone with him and... She says, you know, if I could do it, I would. And he's like staring at the watch and he's like, you know, he won't love you the the way I do. And Joan's like, well, if he's not you, then I don't want him to. <laughs> oh my God, this is heartbreaking. Uh, so the doctor slash John Smith holds Joan's hand with the watch in the middle and then they have flashes of their future together. They're getting married, they're having kids, they're growing old and then the... The Doctor is just like an old man with old man makeup. Uh, and Joan tells him that everyone's safe. Like, you know, all of, I guess, all his family are safe, everyone. Um, and then back in the the house, you know, he says, we could have that life. but And Joan says, yeah, but a Time Lord can't. 
and meanwhile the family are bombarding the countryside from their spaceship uh, and the doctor arrives in the spaceship uh, and it's like, please stop, please. And they sniff him and they're like, no, oh, he's still human. And he keeps bumping into things. Uh, he's being all clumsy, uh, pressing buttons as he goes. Um, and he's like, I want them to go. And he holds out the watch for them, which they take. They're very, very excited. Uh, and then he falls against the wall, pressing heaps more buttons. Uh, they open the watch and sniff. It's empty. And... The doctor says, where's it gone? Uh, and then he pops his brainy specs on. Uh-oh. And he says, and he's talking like the doctor now. And he's like, you shouldn't have really let me press all those buttons. Uh, by the way, this ship's about to explode. So they'll run out into the field. The ship blows up. Uh, they get up off the ground and the doctor is standing over them looking quite terrifying. Um, and then the rest of the episode is a voiceover by Harry Lloyd as Baines. Uh, where... And he's like, he never raised his voice. Uh, his father's wrapped in chains in a dwarf star. His mother's been tricked into the event horizon of a collapsing star. His, the doctor visits the little girl every year. She's trapped inside every mirror ever. Like if wherever, whenever you look and think there's someone in a mirror, that's her. Um, and he uh, is suspended in time, turned into a scarecrow. And the doctor pops the hood on. Uh, they wanted to live forever. And the doctor made sure they did. Meanwhile, Joan is sitting at the Cartwright's table and the doctor arrives in his big coat and his suit. Uh, she says the police and army at the school um, and she's having finding it difficult looking at him and she wants to know where he is uh, and she's like, could you change back? And he's like, yeah. And she's like, will you? And he's like, no. Oh, and she's like, well, he was more brave than you are. Uh, and the doctor asks her to come with him and she's like, that's not fair. And she goes, I must seem very small. And he goes... Like he's capable of as of everything that John Smith was, uh, and yeah, she's like, you know what, John Smith is dead, and you only look like him. And the doctor said he's in here. Like if you look in my eyes, and she's like, she says, if the doctor hadn't chosen this place on a whim, would anyone have died? Whoa. That is a moment. Uh, he turns and leaves. Poor Joan. And she's holding the diary and crying. Oh, Joan. Oh, my God. Uh, so, the doctor walks back to the TARDIS in the rain. And speaking of, oh, my God, poor Martha. Pining and waiting. Uh, they have like a weird, awkward chat about her telling him she was in love with him the night before to try to get him to come out of his, his trance. Um, uh, he just says, thanks for looking after me. Uh, and then Latimer says uh, he can see the war coming. And the doctor gives him the fob watch uh, and the doctor and Martha get in the TARDIS and it disappears. Then we're in World War One. Um, the doctor is recounting how it all started, like for a little history lesson for us. Um, meanwhile, Love Actually and the bully are in the war and they survive a bomb being dropped. Uh, and I think Love Actually is the bully's superior now. Hilarious. Um, and then we see him as an old man at a memorial in a wheelchair and the Martha and Doctor are watching and pinning... Um, poppies to their lapels and he sees them holding his watch uh that's that's the end of the family of blood it's very sad it's really whoo how did you feel about all this how are you how are you coping with the emotions uh that's all next time planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with quince 
Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.